Welcome back, folks, and Happy New Year. Yeah, it's been a while since you've heard our voices. I'm sorry. First episode of 2024. In the new car. In the new car, in Stacy. In Stacy, yes, she's been named. I can't, I don't, I'm not going to go back and re-listen and if I said I had a name for this car yet, but... Her name is. I'm pretty sure it was Stacy because I remember singing Stacy's mom's got it going on. Okay. After you had mentioned something. Well, this car about has been christened as Stacy. We are recording in the brand new studio for nice. the Front Row Seat Pod, hey. which is a brand new car to me, not the world, but to me. Correct. Um. Yeah. Congrats, brother. I mean, I, th- I think you've had this car for a while. And maybe we haven't sit on the pod, but like, like two months now. Yeah, but if we haven't sit on the pod, congrats. Thank you very much. Every I, listener, I wish that. Jacob a congratulations in the chat. I'm Noah Alvarez. I'm Jacob Fanshaw. This is episode 107, folks. It's good to be back, honestly. Genuinely. Yes. I We had discussed... I've discussed this before on the pod. Sometimes, I, when this podcast begins to feel like work and not fun, I know I need to stop a little and just kind of, you know, I don't know, not let it feel fun. You yearn for it a little bit. Yeah. Want have, Build up that want to do it again, that desire. You gotta live life. I always think of, like artists right and artists in the sense that like whether they're painters and make music or writers and i feel like to always create every single day 365 days of the year i think that's a hard thing to do but a lot of times life inspires the creative process right so as you know sometimes like i, I watch the show dave right it's on hulu it's a little dickies produced show right and one thing he does is he goes um on this like worldwide tour to kind of help inspire him to like make more music right where he he, like there was another episode too where he went into those flotation tanks or the floating tanks whatever you call those the sensory deprivation yeah sensory deprivation tanks and and that was another way he you know pulled some inspiration so i just feel like you have to live life and have some new experiences sometimes have some old experiences or the routine and, and then kind of just over some time you naturally get the urge to want to do things again creatively if that makes sense yeah i I guess reignite that old creative spark so to speak i think i just realized i had been depriving our listeners our very few listeners Mm -hmm. for a while now i think it's i think our last recorded was december December 21st if i'm not mistaken well on the spotify said december 14th oh december 14th okay my apologies so i was a week off so So a couple weeks well it's been a month and two two weeks Month and two days. Okay, a month and two days. Yeah, because so. today is January 16th. Yeah, that's right. Jeez, January's breezing on by. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, feel free to share what was the highlight of this time period since our last episode. The highlight of this time period? I i don't know if I'm understanding your question. So, since the last time we recorded, what was just kind of like a thing that you... Yeah, what was just the highlight during that time, that month? Huh. Uh, okay. I think one highlight is probably making it through the holiday season. Mm. You know, uh, last couple years I've been kind of ill-prepared for gift-giving. And uh, shout-out to my girlfriend, Lauren. Well, first off, happy belated. It was just her birthday. Yes, happy January belated. 12th. She's 24 now? Yes, she is. Hey, yeah, Kobe 24. year. Kobe yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Kobe. 24 years old. Uh, I'm going to be on the wrong side of 25 myself come March. Ah, relax. Buddy. But you're on the great side of 25. <laughs> Let me tell but, you. But, uh, yeah, Lauren helped me navigate the gift-giving process this year, and I was ill-prepared. So I think what i got to start doing, and it's going to be a little hard, but I, I, it'll probably serve me better next year, is come October, like, mm. maybe sacrifice a Sunday or two. Because I'm not a big NFL nut to begin with. Yeah. So I don't mind missing NFL football, and perhaps I tell Lauren or I, I just 
go myself and go to the mall and start very early preemptively scouting some places or maybe buying the gift cards. I so, like that, yeah. So then I just have them, you know, under my bed or something. And then when Christmas comes, it's like, oh, my worry is no longer yes. I have to get the gift. My worry now becomes, oh, who can wrap this for me or what bag should I get? Something significantly far less stressful and not nearly as much time in stores. You know, shopping last minute, it, it sucks. And it I is. hate it. I, and I hate feeling cheap because people have told me my entire life that gift cards are kind of impersonal alongside with cash. Ah, but, but don't let them tell you that. Well, I think it's a good... Depending how the gift card is given, if you give someone a general Visa gift card, I can see how that could be perceived right. as impersonal, like you didn't really try. But if I knew you liked... I'm going to throw out Raising Cane's. Mm. And I got you a Raising Cane's gift card. Like I would think that's a pretty cool gift. I'm paying for X amount of future meals. Right. Like, I don't know. Or I like to read. Last year, I believe, if I'm not mistaken... Uh, Lauren gave me a Barnes and Noble gift card, which mm-hmm. that was our first, not even our first year of dating. I was just like a month in or some shit. And then one of my family members, they gave me a Barnes and Noble gift card too. Wow. So I was like, Hey, for someone such as myself, like that's really cool. Cause one, I don't go to Barnes and Noble a lot, mm-hmm. but two, it's like, I got a gift card. So whenever I do get that urge or that, that desire to go and purchase a book or an album from there or anything, it's like, Hey, I've got this gift card that doesn't expire, which side note, I'm going to bounce off did you realize that gift cards expire i didn't know that outside of the state of california that it's state by state case it's not a federal or i thought it was honestly what do you mean so in the state of california if gift card does not expire but say in another state i can't i don't know off the top of my head let's just say montana they do really so that's a law for california that they don't expire. I don't think it's a well. It has to be or, a law, uh, not right? a law, but just like a tradition or. A... I see. I don't know even know what to say. My <laughs> co- like a, my, shout out to my unwritten co- rule. Yeah, shout out to my coworker Orlando. He told me that, and I'm like, I don't know how to perceive that. Like, I that's so strange to me. Doesn't that strike you as odd? That that is very strange. That yeah. for some states, and wh- that's a random thing to know too. I agree. I know that was random. I I did kind of. Take a sidebar from our discussion, but yeah. I, I had to get that out there. I learned that today. Okay. You asked me what the highlight of this holiday. That's been the highlight. The fact that I, I learned that and then I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's true. Okay. Right on, dude. So, yeah. I, I, so when you first said that, I thought you meant like you couldn't use a gift card you got in California somewhere else. Oh, uh, well, that's a good question. Could you? Right. Well, I'm because thinking because if it's gifted in California, but say you go to Texas where there's an expiration date <laughs> on the gift card, how do you use that? That is pretty wild. What happens? I mean, again, I didn't look this up. I took his word for it, but I feel like it's such a random thing. Yeah. That why would you lie about that? Exactly. That would be almost too niche of a lie. Right. It, it, that would just be unless unless you're a pathological liar. Yeah. But, uh, Which Orla- there are. Those there people. are, but Orlandizzle does not strike me as such. Orlandizzle. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. I'm not gonna say his last name out of respect or privacy. Oh, of course. Yeah. First name, Orlandizzle. Orlandizzle. Last name, greatest. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> but that's cool, man. Uh, yeah. So I just kind of had to get that out there. But I guess the highlight was uh, me and Di- me and Lauren had a very nice dinner for her birthday yeah. at this place called Din Tai Fung. Din Tai Fung. Mm-hmm. I love that. Unfortunately, we had to wait an hour and a half. That kind of sucked. I get a little hangry sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Actually, a lot of the time. Was it like a bar you could sit at, though, in the meantime? There was, but it was very packed. We were in, like, I think the Torrance Mall, if I can't, if, if I'm recalling correctly. Mm-hmm. So we kind of walked up and down, and then eventually we took a seat on one of the... the Benches? Random lounge wear yeah. to sit in a mall. And okay. we, we kind of people watched and talked and people watched. And 
And eventually the phone went off and it was like, hey, your table's ready. And an hour and a half later, we were eating steamed dumplings and creamy sauce peanut noodles. We kind of talked about this in the group chat with Alec, but dumplings and just anything steamed in general from like Asian cultures <laughs> to quote no I True. think was it you was like those Asian cultures really know how to do steam right? yeah dude they they really hit like can you imagine I mean look because Jacob right there's so many different foods of several different cultures and I feel like a lot of them are prepared similarly right but then like somewhere in Asia at some point in history right they were just like you know what what if we just like put them in these little cases right that are stacked on top of each other and just start steaming them we're not even gonna cook these things we're just we're not gonna grill it like we usually do we're not gonna put it in an oven or you know bake it blah, blah, blah. we're gonna steam them and they just come out delicious all right shout out to yeah whatever asian community or culture began yes the steamed dumplings noah and i and my girlfriend and many other americans uh, thank you for your... I'd theme. watch that if there was like a YouTube show or just a show in general. Like, <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah, someone who would travel the world and find the background or the history of particular foods. I'm I, sure it's out I there. Think I think that person it. existed and I believe his name was Anthony, Anthony Bourdain. Bourdain. Uh, yes. Rest in um, peace. Yeah, I don't know much of Anthony Bourdain, but mm-hmm. from what my childhood can recall... Uh, he was always on the travel network. Yeah. And he was always had, like, shows that I was never interested in as a kid. Yeah. But eventually, I think a couple times he popped up on Vice. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Vice? I do remember Is Vice. Is Vice still I applied around? to a job at Vice. No kidding. And yeah. You, wow, and you didn't... And I didn't get it. Yeah, 2018 oh, or 17 or 18. I was pretty upset. Dude, what if they would have had you cover, like, some Middle East... Would you have done it? I mean, I don't think that was a job that I was applying for, but... it. Yeah, of course. You, you would have gone in the Middle East, like, in, like, some turmoil and conflict and been like, I'm no Alvarez. If they were paying me for it, yes. <laughs> I'm no Alvarez, and I'm in the Saudi Arabian Debris. <laughs> Ask me any questions. <laughs> dude, I just saw 10 camels walk by. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's crazy, dude. That's, yeah. that's nuts. Dude, Vice had some crazy shit. I mean, a lot of it was, like, kind of clickbait. I think there were... Eh. Not clickbaity, but it was always, like, it wasn't real news. Some of it, it was definitely, uh, I could say what you could say was clickbaity where they're trying to draw a big crowd for not much news. But I remember too, weren't they like, they were pretty early on getting, I don't know if it was on coronavirus or COVID, but they were big on reporting the flea market scene at in Wuhan, right? Or I don't know if it was in Wuhan specific, but there was a couple, I remember there was pictures that they posted about this flea market where they were selling animals oh, but they were selling rodents like and, and it was to eat right like they were selling and that's where I, I saw pictures of like people selling these bats and people were going to buy these bats to eat bats do we did was it ever confirmed where covid originated from was that ever not to get all conspiracy theory but i'm like legitimate asking i'm sure it was but i i don't know off the top of my head and i'm just gonna do a quick up, google search um, okay. that's it and, and if, if i don't find the answer in the first like Okay, while you do that, I'll share my highlights since the last time we recorded. Um, for sure, spending, you know, six days in Colorado and one of them in Utah, uh, it was just a beautiful way to start the new year. And shout out to working at schools, bro. Like, getting that winter break was so clutch because I didn't have to ask for that time off. I, you know, I felt kind of bad for you guys because we were talking about the college football championship on that month. Or no, not the championship, but... New Year's Day was Monday, right? Yes. And the playoffs were a great game Monday. And the whole week, like, I had off. Like, I remember, you know, on Tuesday, I woke up and I was like, oh, like, 
what you guys up to today? And you guys are like, oh, we ha- we're at work, both you and Alec. And I'm yeah, what a like, dick. I was You're like, in Colorado whatever. getting high, drinking yeah. at like 9 a.m. Yes, dude. It was it was nice. It was so nice. And that was just, it was so nice. It was so refreshing. Time slows down, right? The scenery was beautiful. The people there were beautiful. It feels like time beautiful. slows down, right? But it, it simultaneously does. speeds up. A little bit. I think towards the end it sped up too because it was like, oh, now we got to rush to leave. You know, you want that you want that feeling to last a lot longer. But mm-hmm. oh, it, it was so it was so needed, right? Like I remember coming back from that trip with like a, I don't want to say a new view of the, on life and, and the world, but I definitely had a refresh and a recharged view of the world and just a, a spirit recharge, you know? So it was nice. It was nice. I'm still riding the high off that. I could feel it. You went snowboarding, right? I went snowboarding. Yes, I did. How was that? It was fun. It was my first time since 2018, so I fell a lot. Um, luckily, didn't eat shit. Like I felt like I probably ate shit, Jacob, like 30 times. But like of the 30, 29 of them were controlled falls. Like I knew I was falling, and so I kind of like bailed. You know what I mean? Did, did, does it hurt? It doesn't hurt as bad. There was a couple spots where I fell like on some ice, and that and that hurt. You know, especially like the tushy on, your on ice. Knees? No, I, I only felt once on my knees, and that's probably one of the few times where it was like, Ow. I didn't get to catch myself. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and I, I thought there was gonna be a bruise, but there was no bruise, thankfully. I, I'm, I can't do it, dude. I'm yeah. a, I think I would tear my knee up or something. You know what? Yeah, I, I think this was the first time where I was like, you could really hurt yourself. No, I didn't think. I was thinking though, like, I don't want to do this forever. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Well, I just. So snowboarding is technically harder than skiing. I haven't done both, but that's what people say, right? Skiing is easier to learn, and snowboarding is harder to learn, right? And so because I had such a big gap snowboarding, right, I don't know if I'm going to go snowboarding regularly either, right, all of a sudden. But I think if if I went, you know, because it's a tradition that my friend and her boyfriend do is going to this resort in Colorado on New Year's, if they invited me again next year, I think I might try skiing just because snowboarding takes a toll, if that makes sense. But yeah, it was fun though. It was fun. And like, don't get me wrong, like I enjoyed the whole, cause you know how there's that saying like, oh, just because you get knocked down seven times, like get up eight kind of deal, right? Like that was me. Like I, I kept falling and I kept getting up and I remember too, like, Later on in the day, right, the ski lift people who work the the lift and that that make sure you get on okay on the the bench, right? For the, I know you're not familiar with it, but picture like a gondola. You have to get onto oh, a gondola. A ski lift okay, is, yeah. okay. So you know, but you know the, the guy he kind of said something funny too. He was like, "Dude, like you just keep coming." And I was like, "Yeah, like what do you mean?" And he's like, "Like you keep coming back faster and faster. Like in the morning you were kind of like you know there's a long space in between you know every time I would see you again and then." It got faster and faster, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm getting the hang of it. So it was kind of cool. It was cool. I had a big smile on my face. Definitely a lot of bruises, though. Oh, my God, dude. I had never been that sore. Oh, shit. Probably in, like, a long, at least in, like, a year and a half, almost two. Two years. It's been a good two years since I've been that sore. And it was, like, you know, so there's a lot of, like, twisting and contorting your body in different ways, right? So I knew my, like... My hips, my midsection, and, like, my back, lower and mid-back were going to be sore. But, like, weirdly, like, my upper back was sore, like, my towards my shoulders. Maybe because I was tense and so, like, that naturally where, you know, a lot of stress gets carried. And then my forearms were crazy sore. 
I did not expect my, like, I, what was I grabbing? You know what I mean? Your balls because they were in your stomach? <laughs> That'd be me. Fucking yeah. I, I, I refuse to snowboard. Like, yeah. I, I don't care if I'm a buzzkill. I just, I don't trust my body physically to put myself. I learn to ski. I learn to ski. I think that'd be fun. I, I think those are extremely wealthy white sports that I'm just, you know True. what? That's, Fair. It's not me, man. But, uh, you, gonna, but I, I, you know what? You I, have a nice job. Like, you could be one of those wealthy I, I white people in I, one day. I suppose so, but I mm-hmm. don't think it's happening now, and it's not happening in the next, like, three years. Okay, Well, fair. that's that's bold, but it's not happening this year in 2024. Yeah, gotcha. I'll say that. Gotcha. Okay. Um, well, what else did you do? Um, There in Colorado? Yes. Oh, so... One day we went sledding. That was a lot of fun, uh, too. Yeah, I saw I, your video or saw some videos. Or... I, I think the next time we go see Alec, or it doesn't have to be the next time, just a time, I think it would be really nice to go snowboarding. Because I just think that's like as we were snowboarding and we were really high. Did you not just hear Sorry, me? my bad. Sledding. Like, what? <laughs> I know. It's like I'm high now, right? But <laughs> um, when we went sledding, it just... It's just a, like it's such a simple concept, right? We're literally on a piece of plastic going down a slope, yeah. right? On yeah. on snow, on that ice, is, right? Yes, you, <laughs> you have defined sledding, yes. And it's so fun though, like the thrill of it, like it's almost like being on a roller coaster because you get those butterflies in your stomach, but then it's like in a smaller, not as protective thing. Although the risk is a lot less in the roller coaster, and just it's so fun, dude. There was like this hill that we were going down. You could tell people kind of, whether it was just over time or people actually, like, carved these little, like, ramps and bumps and crevices. So, it was really interesting because, like, you know, you were trying to navigate those and it was cool because you saw other people, like, go down and, and whatever. You know, we brought these plastic little circular sleds and, um, but there was all kinds of things that people were using. I think a, a good one to use is tubes, right? Like, if you can get, like, an inner tube, those are pretty fun and I feel like they're, um, they're more forgiving because they're inflated and it's air right so even if you do catch some air like you're gonna bounce and it's gonna give right versus if you catch some air on plastic like it's gonna hurt coming down and you might break it too so it was just cool to see all that different stuff the different groups of people there all of us kind of ate it in like little ways i didn't eat it like super hard but it was it was still fun um another day we went down to the town that was nearby it was like a 40, 40 minute drive and we went to rifle had some breakfast. Had some bomb-ass Colorado Mexican food. I did not expect to get that quality of Mexican food in a small town in Colorado. But shout out to Rifle. Cause, Rifle Colorado? Yeah, Rifle Colorado. And um, they had a really good Mexican restaurant there. It was Chef's Keys. Did, Chef's did, Keys. You, did you meet a Lupita there? Oh, Lupita. <laughs> Lupita, man. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh, I still think about her smile, dude. Oh my gosh, I hope she's doing all right. Angel, tell me, have you ran into Lupita at Bumble or Tinder yet? She said she was from the 209. Oh my gosh. She said she was from the 209. Get back on track. Yeah, you're right. Get back on track. Did you do any hiking? Uh, We did a little bit of hiking, yeah. So at the top, top of the mountain, there's these like lakes, and obviously they were frozen over. There was a like thick layer of snow on top of them. So we got to hike through some of the trails there and then like walk on top of some of the lakes, do some snowball fights. It was really cool. It was short lived though. And I, I will say this, it was kind of, it was a buzzkill, right? Cause like we were going, we knew we were going to go on the hike and it was a big group, right? So it was, um, just living in our unit was four people, right? Me, my friend, her sister, and then her boyfriend. But the boyfriend invited a lot of his friends 
from high school and stuff like that. So there was about 10 to like 12 people with us at different times of the week. And on that hike, I think everyone went and everyone brought hiking shoes except for this one guy. This one guy decided to bring like these Nike like free run things. And so it was like anytime we wanted to do like some, we were, we were kind of sticking to the path. And anytime we wanted to go away from the path, you know, the snow would just kind of like, you would almost get into your knee deep, right? Like it would just fall in. And he wasn't down for that because he had these fucking Nike free runs. So he was a party pooper and kind of killed the vibe a little bit. But he was a cool guy from Madison, Wisconsin. It was cool to see. I want to say one of the highlights to that trip. It was cool to see how many different people from different parts of the world there were. Because I, I was, I mean, I even say world, but from the country. So the, my friend's boyfriend, his name is Brian. He's from San Antonio. And so like. His buddy was from San Antonio. He invited his two friends from, three friends from hometown. Yeah, three of his friends from the hometown. But then, like, one of those friends was a girl, and she brought a guy that she was dating, and he was from, like, Western Connecticut. And he had this, like, sick-ass accent. Every now and then, he would say a word that would just sound super Bostonian, you know what I mean? And he would say wicked. And so he'd be like, wicked smart. You know, he would say stuff like that. And I'm just like, oh, shit, like, you know what I mean? Who is this guy? Celtics and um, Celtics. and then one of his buddies from he grew up in the San Antonio he went to Columbia and then he ended up moving to Madison Wisconsin and I just thought that was cool like he lives by himself out there away from his family uh, and there was another person who lives in Arkansas I didn't know where in Arkansas or maybe they did say but I just I forgot already and you, all you guys converged at this resort in Colorado? Yeah. At the behest of your friend and her boyfriend? Yep. Wow. Kind of crazy, right? It's apparently that's a tradition that his family's been doing since, like, he was born. What? Going to a go resort to that, in Colorado? Yeah, go to that same... They've been going to that same resort in le- western Colorado. Forever. How much did it cost per night? Per night? Uh, I don't know what, like, the final cost was, but, per like... And I don't know if my friend hooked it up with the the pricing, but I only paid what for the whole week. It was eighteen times. It was less than seventy bucks. Wait, you paid less than for 70 me bucks for per me. night? Yeah, for me. So like, in I don't total, know. In total, in total, I don't know what the total was for you. She just yeah for well for me the yeah, whole trip. Yeah, what'd you pay? What'd what, you spend the whole trip? Just for the stay. No, just at the whole trip. Oh, the whole dick. trip. Okay, okay. I was trying to figure it out. Uh, probably close to like five hundred because I bought some like, I did one of the alcohol runs and that was like over a hundred. Nice. Uh, I got everyone dinner that first night. Um, Dang, how'd you draw the short stick for dinner? Well, because they drove and picked me up from the airport. Oh, and, it was a small dinner, not like the ten. Yeah, it was, it was. Oh, it was Applebee's. <laughs> or I think yeah, it was it Applebee's or Chili's? Well, that's what we know. No, there was a ha- no. Values hold on, hold on. They value de- use at <laughs> Applebee's. They decided to do because we they had just picked me up from the airport. They wanted to get some food before we got to the hotel, and um, it was late on a Saturday night, and they're just like, "Let's go to wherever the cheapest we- mood- food we can get," and that was Applebee's. That's some really good chicken wonton tacos. Just know if you're ever gonna buy me dinner, it ain't gonna be no goddamn Applebee's. No, it's gonna be to the All Love Garden. God damn you. <laughs> God damn you. And then one day, too, uh, we, we got to go to Utah. We drove all the way to Arches, which is only two and a half hours from where we were at. And that was really cool, too, because Arches were really beautiful. It was just a beautiful day. It was like 45 degrees out. It didn't even feel like winter. 
Um, and just, you know, I took my camera. I took my roles to get developed Saturday. So hopefully by Wednesday or Thursday I get those back via email. And I'm really excited about those. But it was just, it was such a good time. So many smiles, so many, like, faded thoughts, so much, like, doing new things and a lot of downtime too though like some time to journal some time to read it was cool it was a really good time i really thank you jessica thank you brian for inviting me and i hope i get to continue doing that because that was cool that was a good way to spend new year's especially because the last few new years i just kind of been like sulking in my own sorrows you know yeah i mean yeah yeah well i'm glad you had a good trip thanks man did you bring back any uh stuff for your mom or I didn't bring back a whole lot this trip I you know I thought we were gonna I got some like I got some stickers um and then I got my mom a magnet and I got myself a magnet but I thought part of me always thought like oh like okay there'll be another day where we can get some souvenirs and that just day never came it always creeps up on you faster than you think so I think you know I ended up buying some last minute souvenirs in the Boston airport (laughs) when Uh, I came back yeah nothing wrong with that but I I did get, like, a T-shirt, too, from the resort that we went to. It was, like, a long-sleeve tee. That came out really nice. I'm trying to think what else. That, that was pretty much it. Some stickers, a long-sleeve tee, and two magnets. So, it was kind of nice. You know, a thought just occurred to me. Mm-hmm. I tried to buy my uncle a shirt at Boston. He wanted a shirt from a bar. And I ended up buying a, sh- a shirt, unfortunately, that was too small. My grandpa has it. But... I remember at the first place we went to in Salem, like the bar or the place that we went to, I remember inquiring about a shirt and I made the poor waitress bring out like two different shirts. So if this waitress ever somehow, some way finds this podcast from Salem, Massachusetts, and you service a California boy that asked you about two multiple shirts, (laughs) I'm sorry. I wanted to buy it, but my uncle said, no, I should have bought it. Yeah. There's a possible potential chance at returning to Boston sometime in the spring, but we'll keep that. I'll keep you and the listeners updated on how that develops. Yeah, dude. Gotta def- I definitely want to take one more trip out there to catch a Red Sox game. Though. I, I would love that. I would love to go to a Red Sox and a Celtics game out there. I feel like it would have to be a short trip just financially for me. But yeah, I understand. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully I can make that happen because I feel like we'll get into it a little later, but I'm not going to be able to do a whole lot of traveling in the next 6 to 18 years or so. Perhaps. Perhaps, <laughs> but... For me, I'm considering going back to Boston in the spring, and nice. I've also thought about with Lauren like a quick flip trip to Seattle because I have one mm. of my high school buddies out there, Ballroom Candoria. Shout out to him. Mm. That dude's working for Boeing, hey. and he does some crazy cool shit involving AI, or excuse me, AI, and yeah, 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 AI, and uh, he's apparently like a kind of a big baseball fan. Okay, and he really enjoys the Seattle Mariners, and I thought, like, dude, I mean, see, that's the problem with the sports fan. Like, I know, okay, well, since we're talking about possible travel plans, that's the problem with the sports fan. I'm thinking I want to go to Seattle, but I do, I would like to explore Seattle, but I would much rather the highlight of that trip be a Mariners game, like a weekend at the Mariners State, at T-Mobile Park, like Saturday and Sunday. Hell yeah. Right? That's what, but that's how my mind works. Well, I wouldn't want to do both. I would just do one. I feel like you see it once, that's enough for me. Because there is so much in the city that I would want to see, too. But see, if I were going to go to Seattle, I wouldn't stay a week like I did in Boston. I think I'd go for maybe Friday through Sunday, Friday through Monday. Yeah. Well, maybe, That's doable, too. Maybe not two baseball games, but I would definitely catch a game at T-Mobile Park. And then, I don't know. I just I guess it would depend on 
my friend Ballroom how much he could show us and the time allotted, you know? Yeah. But I would not spend a week there. I, I want to spend, I would want to spend another week in Boston because I didn't even scratch the surface on some of the stuff yeah. that we could do. In. Oh, I, that's what's tough, right, about those bigger cities because I feel like, I mean, just even think about LA and how much their stuff how much stuff there is to do around I've, here. I've never thought about that. Let, let's put our minds right. in, in someone out of state. What, what are some of the must things do? Seriously. like I would say one, for sure, Disneyland, right? If you uh, have kids. Yeah. If, if, I'm if a, you don't have kids, to be honest, if you've never been to Disneyland, like as an American, you need to go to Disneyland. Or no, but Disney I think, World. Like, but if you're yes, not a it's Disney a, if you're It's not required a Disney Americanism. Fan. Oh. You don't have to be a Disney. I think it's a required American, like, like, tell me, you're not a spy. Tell me, like, have you been to Disneyland? <laughs> like, yes, I have. Like, every American has to go to if fucking If you're not, you're communist. <laughs> no, I mean, no, you're a spy. You're a foreign spy. Who knows? Yeah. You, you want to freaking sow seeds of discord amongst the United States. I don't know. Okay. Just, you, you gotta... Okay, so it, Disneyland is one. I think so, in Santa, my opinion. Santa Monica Pier? Ooh, I've only ever been there once, so I... I yeah, but I would say yes. Or just a pier. It's one a of the more pier famously... A beach. ...photographed beers. Huh? Yeah, pier. Not a beach, because you can go to, like... Shitty San Pedro. It's like, you gotta go to... Fair, Venice okay, beach. so... Like, Bolsa Chica or something. I don't even say Bolsa Chica's not nice know. a beach. I don't know, I don't know. I would say, okay, beach. I would say, like, okay, there's, like, five beaches, probably. Malibu, yeah. Santa Monica, yeah. Huntington, yeah. Venice. Yeah. Yeah, you hit all the big beaches. And and maybe Laguna, if you're willing to go that much further out. That would That's, like, so far from L.A., though, if you're just staying in L.A. True, yeah. Okay, let's scratch out. Let's go. Uh, maybe Manhattan. Manhattan's kind of a nice, smaller okay, beach. Okay, well, let's move past the beaches. What okay. else? Um, a Laker game. If you're a sports fan, I feel like that's okay. So just regular tourist shit. No, like go visit Hollywood, the Walk of Fame. Yes, Hollywood Walk, Walk sign. Yeah, just see Hollywood. I've never done si- Hollywood Walk sign. The Hollywood sign. Oh, we should do that. Okay. It's not that hard of a hike. One day. Hollywood sign, and then like seeing the like streets and the stars. Fuck, that, that's a tough. Then there's like, I guess it depends on what kind of person you are, right? Like then there's Skid Row. The, I would say there's then there's like LACMA. <laughs> Oh, you know, was sweet. I've, I think I went there once. Yeah, if you want to go Wait, to LACMA. I don't think I have been to LACMA. I went to the Museum of Intolerance, but that's not really a... Intolerance, or is it just tolerance? I thought it was intolerance. I think it's just... Tolerance? I, I think so. I could I, be wrong. I also went there my Someone junior, correct senior. us. I think yeah. tolerance. That, no, because it's a museum about intolerance. It's a museum okay. about, like, Nazis and... I'll believe you. Uh, I don't I, know. I was there my junior... Was it summer going into senior year? I think so. There's also yeah. Griffith Observatory. Been there once. No, um, been there twice. If you are a sports fan, then yeah, then there's the Lakers, the Dodgers, or a Rose Bowl game. Yeah, I think you gotta from. visit the Rose Bowl. That's it's a historic Latin landmark. Same thing with the Coliseum. Like, you gotta take a tour of those. Alvera Street. That's pretty popular. And and, and, yeah, and again, I think and then this word depends, right? Like if you're a fan of Korean food or Japanese food, then it's like Little Tokyo or K Town. Fun fact: I saw a dude do crack. Outside of Olvera Street. Nice. Or hit a pipe, at least. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> nice. <Yeah. laughs> Welcome to L.A. Welcome Me to and L.A. Me and Lauren, we were killing time for a Dodger game. I think going to see, like, a comedy <laughs> show would be kind of cool. Where at? The Laugh Factory? The Laugh Factory, the Comedy Store, or any one of those other places. Yeah, I'm not very cultured when it comes to L.A. It's kind of sad. I never find myself in the city. Ladera Heights Mall? Never been. Mm, there have I, but it sounds so cool. So where did you pull that out? <laughs> oh, because you that's said where it ta- sounds cool? That's where, no, that's where Tyler, the creator, would film all their uh, nonsense when they were younger. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Well, suffice to say, I bought had else? a few. Anything else? Uh, I mean, the Aquarium of the Pacific. Oh, that's in lot. Yeah, yeah. That's a good oh, one. I kind of said that Six, jokingly, Sixth but. Street Bridge. That's a new one now. 
Oh, is that that's the new one? It's a quick one, yeah. Just know. drive through it. It's so beautiful. Yeah, but you gotta think of a tourist, like someone coming from. Let's just throw out a state like Vermont or something. Oh, like, fuck. You know, someone that's like they're never gonna and come back to Cali. Like, then they gotta then, try In and Out. Yes, In and Out, and then just like as many tacos and Mexican restaurants as, as you many can. Tacos. <laughs> well, that's not very hard. But I get. I guess maybe I'll lay like this a king have, taco. Maybe I'll lay. Oh, Beverly Hills. Right, Roscoe's Roscoe's chicken Rosco. and waffles You think someone from fucking Wisconsin's coming down to California Like oh we need to try Roscoe's <laughs> Yes we do dude I, Maybe Yeah I think so Roscoe's is a staple of the black community And Los Angelinos Yes So I don't know I love Roscoe's Is it better than Waffle House? I need Waffle House to expand Oh fuck That's a t- I, I think it is better than Waffle House But it's so different right Like, Well Waffle you- House doesn't provide for you live music and services Right but also but Long Beach Roscoe's does Friday gonna, nights is blues nights. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. We might have to go on a double date. Perhaps. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, they actually have a separate bar and everything. Nice. Um, Waffle House is open up 24 hours and Roscoe's isn't. So. Mm, oh, yeah. I was about to say Roscoe's is not. But, yeah, that that is pretty good. But, I, you know, I've thought of every late night that I've ever had. Pancakes have never been the crave. It's not, But it's not pancakes, dog. It's waffles. Oh, excuse me. Waffles. But my point being, it's never yes. been breakfast. Okay. Fair. But. I, that's also because we don't have something like that out here. Denny's? Denny's. No, 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 no. Yeah, Quality. Yeah, yeah. We're talking yeah, quality here. Yeah. Like, Waffle House is quality. My uncle would call it shit food. I vehemently disagree. Ooh. Did you ever care for Norms? Norms is not bad. Okay. But are they truly open 24 hours? Like, I've passed I think by, they are. I will, I've passed by before, Norms at some pretty odd hours, and I feel like I don't see it. Before <laughs> COVID, they used to be open 24 hours. A lot of things used to be open 24 hours before the COVID. The only place I know... That for sure, 100% is open a true 24 hours. Doesn't matter if it's midnight, 3 a.m., 5 a.m., Mocha Salsa. Shout out to Mocha Salsa, the taco spot near my house. Okay. It's truly open 24 hours. Where is it on? Is it on Beach? No, it's on Whittier Boulevard. Okay, I haven't been that way then. Yeah, Whittier Boulevard heading towards Whittier. Okay. So, yeah, that that is probably, like, the the one and only true 24-hour, like, it's late night, I need food, like, I you know, it's quick. You're yeah. gonna make it to order. Like it's not like the burritos are cold. Yeah. If I want a shrimp burrito. I'm gonna wait. 10 You're gonna minutes. have a shrimp burrito. Well, my point being is like I'm at like wait. 4 a.m. Dog. I, I have. I've you had, I've you had, wild, I, dog. I've, I've had some late nights. Pull up to Mocha Salsa. I was like, yeah, let me get five rolled tacos, a half pint of rice, half pint of beans. And for boom, we go. We go to town on Sheesh. it, dude. It's excellent. God bless this shit the next morning, huh? Oh, it's pretty gnarly. Yeah. But yeah. That's that's tomorrow's or that's yeah <laughs> that's tomorrow's morning. Problem. Jacob's problems. Yeah. Not now. Right on. We kind of ventured off a little bit. That was yeah, fun. Yeah, but I'm having fun. You know, I'm what? Having if the fun listeners too. don't enjoy this return to form from us, then I don't know. Get out of here. We don't exactly. want exactly skedaddle, scram. Uh, I will say probably the biggest news that happened since we were gone has to be the coaches. The coaching landscape of football has changed uh, um, professionally and collegially. professionally and collegially, and it's we were talking about in the chat. And I know we got to a point where we were kind of comparing Pete Carroll's run at USC versus Nick Saban. But yeah. I, I, I just want to, like, take us even a further step to zoom out. Let's just go ahead and kind of ballpark of our lifetime, right? So just and, and of our viewing lifetime, like, that we can visibly remember. So let's just say at least, like, 2001, 2002 for me and probably, what, 2004, 2005 for you-ish, right? But, like, of our lifetime, I would argue – those three have been three of the top five coaches in the sport of football in our lifetime. We listed two. Who was the third? Saban, 
Sabian, Belichick, Car- Be- and oh, Carroll. I didn't hear you mention Belichick. Oh, I, I guess I hadn't yeah, yet. Okay. But. So, for the record, though, Bill Belichick has not retired. He was just let go by the New England Patriots. Yes, they parted ways, but I, I think, think that was he's the same. land on his feet. Pete Carroll didn't retire either. They just moved him to like an executive. He's no longer the well, coach. Well, he's. I don't. He's not even with the uh, no, Seattle is. franchise right now. I think. He? I think he is. But they is he still them. legally like? Does he have to be with them, or can no. he come to USC and be defense coordinator? Him and both <laughs> him and both him and Belichick could seek out. Can we have jobs. Pete Carroll as a defensive coordinator, <laughs> yes. please, Lincoln Riley? Uh, I think the athletic director is a woman that she was formerly a Stanford Cardinal. Like I think you're gonna say stripper. I was no, like, Whoa. no, 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 no. <laughs> but can we please get Pete Carroll? Um, the coaching staff are on the recruiting trail. And then also, can we get shout-out to our boy, Sua Cravens, as hey, well? Sua uh, Cravens. Yeah, can, can we also get him on the recruiting trail? Where's those are, Craven? Those are recruits. Nice. And, <laughs> <laughs> those are two guys that bleed cardinal and gold that would do so well for USC. And we're USC is entering a huge transitional period right now, entering the Big Ten Conference. Pretty sure we're going to get smacked around a little bit, but that's another pod for a whole other time. Let's yeah. get back to the coaching discussion. In yeah. our lifetime that we've gotten to see... Football coaches. Okay, it's crazy that Urban Meyer's not on that list. Like, what he did at Florida and okay. Ohio State, fucking reputable as shit. Bob Stoops, same thing with Oklahoma. He's been doing it almost as long as Nick Saban, but mm-hmm. I feel like he doesn't get his roses, but he also didn't win as many national championships. The biggest differentiator between Nick Saban and any other college coach, just college, not professional, the differences are too much, Right. is that Nick Saban has all these rings. Like, Bob Stoops, I think, got, what, one national championship? In yeah, between from USC's what I remember, dominance, right? I think it was 2002. Or, no. I thought it was three. No, but that, because USC went back-to-back, right, in 03 and 04. So I think okay. it had to have so been, been 2002. Two. After Nebraska? Two, because 2001 was Ohio State, right? Didn't they win at the turn of the century? I thought that was Nebraska-Miami. Nebraska and Miami didn't play for a championship. No, that was Miami and Ohio State in 2001 because that's why mm. Miami fans feel like they got uh, a championship stolen from them because there was a bullshit pass interference call and Ohio mm. State ended up getting their first national championship when Miami could have gotten, like I think, their eighth in like nine years or seven and eighth years or something. Yeah. Okay. If my college football history recollection is correct. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think I'm correct on that. Yeah. Getting back to the topic at hand, though, Nick Saban has seven. Yes. Four in the BCS era, three in the college football playoff. And he almost had, what, two or three more? Like, the dude was always in it year after year. Jeez, yeah, that's crazy. He could have won nine. He could have been the Yogi Berra of freaking college football. And I really thought, too, <laughs> like, insane. I don't know about you, but, like, I was really surprised to see the news that he retired or was walking away from coaching Alabama like that. I just... I was, and I'm glad it was a surprise. Let me tell you. Yeah. It would have been fucking insufferable oh, if yeah. he came back one more year and he got a goodbye farewell tour. Fucking Christ. I, I get that, we, too. Media already sucks <laughs> off Alabama. I couldn't stand sucking off Saban. I love the way he went out. He went out the way he coached. No flair, no flash, just quiet, got but, it done. But I thought we would have seen Alabama, the program. Like, I think he – because – Look, we saw Alabama a further step down this year, and even so, they still made the college football playoff, right? They were considered one of the four best teams at the end of the season. Um, which is ridiculous. Which is a little ridiculous, sure, but this was, you could say, quote-unquote, a down year for Alabama. It was the down and, year for a fucking SEC as a whole. And I thought we would have seen Saban walk away after, like, you know, an 8-4 and four or 8-5 and five type of year versus... Hey, like I was in the college football playoffs. Like, 
I, I guess I was surprised by that. Well, I mean, it was Saban's personal choice. Yeah, and I get that. And you know and, what? And I get that. Honestly, I, I think how like relieved this guy, this guy must feel. Like right now, college football to recruit, I couldn't imagine what kind of dogfight it is. Well, and I think NIL that's, coupled with fucking like. I think that's a big reason why he stepped down. Something retired. needs to happen. I don't know what. I'm not gonna. I don't even like saying that because I want these kids to get their money. I just, I think it's a little unf. Well, it needs to be more regulated because a there, lot of coaches need, right, okay, and a lot not, of media say it's the wild, wild west. We're not being old heads, right? No. By saying there needs to be some regulation. No. Right. Okay. That's not a like a boomer take. Like I, I feel dirty for saying that because these universities for years and years have done whatever they wanted without any kind of uh, repercussion for their action. But now that these players are kind of getting the same equal treatment as the coaches do in the sense of their mobility, right. it's a problem. I, but I just sometimes it just sucks because it's like, bro, you hear about a school getting a big recruit, and it's like, great, but it's like all another school needs to do is offer them money, and it's like, right. well, what the fuck? Like, how, how does how does that work? Like, in re- I mean, but I and guess... And almost... And it, and I've but learned, I also think... I was going to say I've also learned, too, because that's such a huge leverage point, right? Like, especially if you're not one of those top, top, elite 15 programs you know let's just say georgia right you go to georgia but you're not a guy there and you're like third on the depth chart and you're not going to play next year either but if you go to let's just say like a maryland or oklahoma state right um or even like a tcu like boosters for those programs smu are are so excited to to have you there because you're the Georgia recruit. Even if you're not like a guy, like a five star guy, you're good enough to be recruited. You're good by enough Georgia. to be recruited by Georgia mm-hmm. and on their roster. And so, like, right. you know, local businesses and boosters are going to be willing to pay that athlete so much nil money for it to not even maybe necessarily pan Mind out. Mind you, Arch Archie Manning has made a crap ton of money in mm-hmm. nil, and he still has yet to take like any meaningful. And Quentin Ewers is coming back. Yeah, I can't believe that news, by the way. that I think that flew under the radar, given yeah. all the craziness that's transpired. Quinn mm-hmm. Ewers is coming back, and I would not be surprised at all if Archie Manning freaking transfers. I'd love to see him transfer. Where to? I have no idea. But uh, Hey, buddy, if you want to be a winner, and you want to be a Heisman winner at that, come to USC, because Lincoln Riley's got that freaking magic touch. Speaking of, Malachi Nelson, a uh, quarterback who's from local Orange Los County, Alamitos. Los Alamitos. He transferred away and he's going to the Nevada Wolfpack, yeah, right? No, he's taking his talents and he's going to be playing on the Blue Turf, Blue Turf, in Boise, Idaho. Oh, that's right, that's right. He's going to Boise State. Yeah, he's yeah. going to be a Boise State Bronco, man. Okay, but and still, so is Ken was... Griffey Jr.'s son. Hey, shout out to Ken Griffey. Yeah, yeah, what, I don't know what's if you his saw name? that on Twitter. I, I cannot. He's not Ken Griffey the third, is he? No, his last name's Griffey though. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I can't recall his first name, but yeah, his son committed to Boise State too. Hell yeah, good yeah, for them. I think Talking Baseball tweeted that, and I was like, oh shit, that's kind of cool, right? Nice. Got a little something special brewing out there, especially with the expansion of a twelve-team playoff. Like, I don't know. I would, I would wager that. Boise State's got to be some kind of dark horse at large bid candidate. They had a down year last year, but with the talent that I have coming in, I, I think that could. My my predictions based solely off the flipping of Malachi Nelson because yeah. apparently he was a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he Lincoln, was highly recruited. Lincoln Riley sure knows how to pick quarterbacks, but mm-hmm. it's also kind of weird that Lincoln Riley let him go. Like I saw some kind of theorizing on that. Well, I don't net. think it's that he let him go. Well, I just think it's that. Well, he. I, I feel like there was an attempt to really keep him. And what I mean by that I'm is, sure is behind like, closed doors there was. Lincoln Riley is he's 
pretty good with quarterbacks, so the theory is that Lincoln Riley kind of let him go. Like, they didn't really fight too hard because mm. they know Miller Moss is going to be the guy moving forward. And I got to imagine, to some degree, like, USC's offense is going to change a little in the Big Ten. Like, yeah. I think it's almost going to start mirroring the the other offenses in the Big Ten, kind mm-hmm. of a little more pro-style, slower, heavier set. That's in my opinion. And Miller Moss is a much more pocket-type, air-it-out quarterback than Caleb Williams was, who was very mobile, was going to move outside the pocket, going to make shit happen where there's nothing there yeah. to happen. That's not Miller Moss. Miller Moss tried to scramble, and, like, I don't know, he just doesn't look very graceful. Mm. Caleb Williams looked graceful. But Moss could sling it, and he dots him. So, I don't know, I'm excited. I think the offense has a lot of potential. USC's made a lot of big movements defensively they got the linebackers coach from or excuse me defensive coordinator right they got the head coach from north dakota state oh yeah to step down and they're gonna he's gonna be he, he demoted himself which is insane i think that i don't well, know lincoln riley must have done something but he demoted himself that guy stepped away from a head coaching position mm-hmm. from north dakota state university the bison one of the, like, the most winningest fcs programs ever to come and coach for the linebacking team on usc and usc just poached or not just, but they poached the defensive coordinator right. from UCLA. Anthony Lynn's son. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. This It's going to be a very interesting 2024 USC football season. I'll leave it at that. We're just early on to the offseason. I don't want yeah, yeah. to talk college football now because I'm going to start missing it too much. But How would you like the college football championship? Though? We'll transition from the mm, coaches nice. and USC to that. Um, Michigan ended up defeating Washington two Monday nights ago. January 8th. Yep. I I enjoyed the game, but I was very sad to see Washington go out the way it did because I think mm. the final storyline and the final kind of byline for Washington Washington's defeat alongside with the Pac-12 defeat is essentially like the conference went out with a whimper and that's how it's always been viewed by everyone. And that they didn't belong kind of deal. Yeah, I, it, and, it, it, and it totally sucked because it was like, man... Like, even if Washington loses by three, it's it's a far different narrative than getting yes. blown out by 21-plus. Like, yeah. It just it sucked. And, I, and towards the end, like, the game never felt close. Washington had their moments, but it never felt like Washington was going to get over the yeah. hump. Like, it just they felt were like always... from the get-go, Michigan had them just pinned and just, we're going to run the ball, we're going to dominate you physically, we're going to move the ball at ease, and... I will say this, though. There was a moment where Washington defense was selling out Stopping the runs. J.J. McCarthy missed some throws. Their receivers did drop some throws, right? Yeah, middle of because, third quarter kind of became a punt fest. But yeah, at and, that point, it was too late. Yeah. And, and I will say, though, it, it just felt like Washington. And what's incredible, right, about Washington's run now, going back to their playoff win over um, over Texas, every like 50-50 ball was going Washington's way. And it was amazing to see that not the case in the championship game against Michigan. Granted, it was against better defenses, but there was there was some like wide open throws that Penix just missed by a yard. There was another you know couple throws where like a Washington receiver dropped, and it was just like damn, like they're gonna not, they're not gonna get any breaks. It's like they you know it's like DeBoer made a deal with the devil to have all this kind of luck and good fortune in the Texas playoff game, the semifinal game. But all that went out the, the window. And throughout the season, eh, yeah, yeah. Oregon should have beaten them. Uh, I don't think so. I think in they were Seattle, prepared. In Seattle, I, the first game, in the first game True. when they played during the season. You could say, you could say that, but they won, right? They won. True, Dan they Manning got there. made a poor decision to go for it and didn't get it. And, and, and um, 
I just I was disappointed that they put such a like you kind of said too like a, it was a, a whimper of an effort. Yeah, it was a poor in their last showing. game, and it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that was the end of the Pac-12. I was hoping they would go out with a bang and win. I'm not really you know, I don't hate Michigan either, but I'm not super big fan of them and Harbaugh and all the drama that they were dealing yeah, with. Yeah, Michigan this year. fans are fucking assholes. They're the most winningest fucking college football team ever. They have the, I think they were the first to a thousand wins. So like. Yeah. There's just a snootiness that comes with Michigan fans and the whole Michigan brand. They have some great Rose Bowl designs on their shirts on homefield.com, but <laughs> outside of that, I, 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 I agree with you. Like, I could have handled, as I only know one UW fan in my life, so I could have handled his ass posting all over. Yeah. I can't handle the sucking off of Michigan <laughs> on my timeline. Like, it's just, yeah. I fuck it. Maze is a stupid color. I'll say maize. It. What color maize. is maize? That's is that the, the blue yellow. one? Oh, the That's yellow. The yellow and navy that they use. It's navy blue and maize. Navy blue and maize. Mm-hmm. What an interesting name for a color. Yeah, and it's ugly. Yeah. And Michigan's ugly. Michigan and is ugly. I can't wait till Jim USC. Harbaugh's ugly. Uh, well, he's pretty quirky. He's cool. But uh, okay. I can't wait till USC goes into the big house mm. and kicks their ass. Next year. Next year. Oh. Next year. Next year. Because what the fuck is a Wolverine? Multiple wolves, according to Alex. <laughs> uh, we love uh, you, Alex. But seriously, though, like I, I, I'm, I hate Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, not on the level of an Ohio State fan, but like, I just fuck you, Michigan. Yeah. And, and I hope USC whoops that ass, or at the very least, beats you, so that we aggravate you. We'll, we'll be like a, a splinter in the bottom of your foot. Fuck Michigan. All my homies hate Michigan. Agreed. Also, shout out. Because next year, Washington's in the Big Ten as well. Washington and Michigan play each other next season. Get a national championship rematch. And it'll look, I'm sure it's those like week teams, three, right? Those teams look so different than where they were. Oh, 100%. In the championship game. I'm, I, what do you want to call it right now? No scores, just who you got? I, I would even know. I, I would say because if Michigan loses Harbaugh. I was going to say, let's start with that. Does Michigan lose Jim Harbaugh to the Los NFL, Angeles Chargers? Ooh, if he goes to the Chargers, that'd be a great spot for him. Um, did you hear about the deal that apparently they offered him? I don't know what the so deal the was. So contract, the contract extension got leaked today. Okay. And the early reports are six years, $110 million guaranteed each year. Each year? Each no. Year. He'd be the highest paid college no, football coach. A hundred, oh, yeah. Michigan. Yeah, Michigan. Oh, I think you're talking about uh, the Chargers. No, I, I'm sure. 110 each year? Yep. That doesn't even make sense. Why would that happen? What How mean? would that happen? What, he'd be he'd be the highest paid coach. Yeah, I mean, but you couldn't pay that much money to one coach. That's just it didn't seem. One hundred and ten million, Jacob. That's like a lot of money. Dude. Not even Otani. Oh, now Otani's not making that kind of money. I'm telling you, it's true. Look it up, just like in your search thing. Oh yeah, you can just search up. Yeah, you can just search up. Uh huh. Harbaugh. Oh, look at that right there, Jim Harbaugh. No, hardball contract maybe. Hold on, it was. Dude, why is it so hard to find something on? Should have retweeted it. You should have bookmarked it, sir. Do you follow this guy? Don Cleveland. Dove. Dove. It should be in my likes. Maybe they deleted it because they knew it was fake. It wasn't fake. Fake news. Oh, found it. Oh, okay. See? Okay, report. Jim Harbaugh's potential Michigan extension contract details per Dan Wetzel 
who, shout out to Alec, Dan Wetzel is a producer and, and podcaster for the College Football Inquirer on okay. Yahoo. Six years, 11.5 million guaranteed per year. The highest in college football. Oh, 11.5. See, that's yeah, what more, did I say? You said 110, dog. Oh, did I? My bad. Okay, I was 11. like, what? Million. I was like, what? Immu- get, I think this is the crazy one right here. Six uh-huh. years, immunity from termination for finding any multiple current in des- investigations. So any current findings that are going to be found in the NCAA investigations, he can't be fired for those. So if he gets suspended six games for the cheating or whatever, he can't be fired for that. That's insane. That's insane. To me, they basically... What if they found out he was just like, I don't know, doing some crazy shit, though? I guess it's all related just to cheating, huh? It's nothing like a Joe Paterno case. Well, I mean... I don't... I mean, that's 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 what they put in the terms, man. I mean... That's great. That, that's how bad they want Jim Harbaugh. You think he goes back? I think the fact that they said that you can't be fired for any dumb bullshit, I think that eliminates so much stress for him. Yeah. And he'd be the highest paid coach, and all he did was just deliver their, their first national championship in, oh, I don't know, two decades. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think he could. I think he would, and he could go back. But I also, a part of me thinks he's a competitor, mm-hmm. and he sees a nice little mini rebuild challenge with Alex Chargers, and mm. they've still got a potent and more than viable quarterback to do it right. with an AFC that is open, so... Open-ish. It, they can muscle their way in there. The AFC yeah. West is for the taking. The Broncos ain't nothing, and the Raiders the che- are going to continue are, to be the Raiders. Yeah, but so the their Chiefs real always, opposition is the Chiefs, right? which are totally beatable. They've proven that this year. This year, right? Who yeah. knows what's going to happen next year. Okay, but okay, have a little optimism, man. I'm fair. trying to, give, I'm trying to take Alec, our buddy, off the ledge, and I, I'm trying my <laughs> best here. I, I think the most reasonable course of action for Jim Harbaugh is to probably go with the safety net that is Michigan because even if he never wins another national championship again, even if he never sniffs another national championship again, he is forever going to be booked at, bookmarked and revered in Michigan lore because he's the guy that brought forth the fucking promised land for the first time in two decades since 1997 mm-hmm. when the Wolverines had a shared national championship under Lloyd Carr. Yeah. So that's I my agree take there. on that. I agree with that. Of course... Something tells me the NFL could also offer offer him so much more money than eleven point five million. And so, I think you have <laughs> that freedom too as an NFL coach to not have to deal with the recruiting mess that there is. This is true. Um, you don't have to deal with you know certain scandals or just restrictions that you would have at the college level that you won't have at the professional level. So I think there's a lot of that as well. So it's interesting. I mean, he did once coach the 49ers and he got them to a Super Bowl. So he, he knows he could do it, and I think now that he has a college football championship, like you said, he's a competitor. Uh, it would only make sense to try and win one at the NFL level, especially since his brothers won one too. Should I be careful in me being an AFC East guy in the Buffalo Bills? Should I be careful in wishing Harbaugh in the AFC? I just realized that. Like Something tells me I should really hope and pray that he ends up with the fucking Raiders. Well, it's still, still AFC, in the AFC, but dummy. it's the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah, I... You know, I've heard Falcons, uh, Cowboys ah, were another team, too. Is McCarthy's not gone, though, yet. No, Ke- McCarthy isn't gone, but he should be gone, and we'll see what Jerry Jones decides to do. I think even the Eagles coach, Sirianni, could be gone. 
relatively soon. So uh, Eagles came apart last night. Yeah, they did. They came apart those last seven weeks, though, dog. Like that. That wasn't just. That wasn't a one night thing. Like zero if, dogs on the field. <laughs> yeah, zero dogs, games. zero pride. <laughs> they tapped out. They tapped out on their coach, and it was unfortunate. But moving on to different things for the podcast, because I know we had a few other topics. Um, that we would like to get to on our first episode back in quite some time. We hope you're enjoying the episode thus far. Um, Jacob, mm-hmm. have you ever... Look, I'm not asking if you yourself has done that, but have you ever heard a woman complain about a dude in her DMs just being super inappropriate and maybe being a little too aggressive as far as trying to pursue her? Have I ever heard a woman yes. complain about that? Yes. Once or twice. Okay. Well, I have a story to share with you because I now know what that feels like. Okay. So, on Instagram, um, there was this guy that followed me, and I thought I... I'm not going to say any names or whatever, but I remember... I thought I knew this person from Sacramento State, right? I thought he was like... We went to a couple classes or... He was in the friend group that I was in. It was all kind of a blur, right? But I just know he followed me. And occasionally he would, you know, like my story. Or occasionally he would, you know, do the clapping hands emoji or whatever, right? But, uh... And it's probably been the last month, right? So just think about, like, since December, midway into December to now. At first he was, like, messaging me, like, Oh, my God, like, you're so cute kind of deal. And I was just like, oh, all right, like, whatever. Uh, I didn't really pay much attention to that. But there was another one where, like, I posted a story, he responded, damn, you're fine as fuck. And that's when I looked at his page, and I was like, oh, shit, he's gay. Like, he's gay gay, right? And nothing wrong with, like, being gay. You know, it's 2024. Like, we're all accepting here. But I had never had that experience of a guy, or just, it doesn't even have to be a guy, but of a person pursuing me hyper-aggressively. To the point where it made me feel uncomfortable. Because, like I said, I just... I posted these... It was, like, one of those, like, six photos of December kind of deal. And, like... You're posting thirst traps? I wasn't posting thirst traps. You're posting thirst traps? I wasn't posting... For the homosexuals? <laughs> I was not posting any oh thirst traps. Oh, my gosh. But he just wow. straight up commented, damn, you look fine Is as fuck. Is that how you get your kicks now? And I was like, whoa, okay, like... Again, but those were, like, very, like... On a scale of one to ten, those were, like, four or fives. Like, they weren't very, like... It wasn't super jarring. I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. Like, I would just thumbs up the message. Thanks, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Wow, Noah doing his best curving impression? <laughs> wow. Wow, the shoe's really on the other foot now, yes, buddy. Yes, right, right. That's what but, happens when you wear your hoochie mama shorts. Anyways. <laughs> hoochie mama shorts. Dude, right, right, hoochie mama. Um, but there was one instance where there was a, a video that he sent. I wasn't sorry. It wasn't a video. A picture. He sent a picture on Instagram, uh, and I, you know, obviously, like you know how it works on the Instagram messages. It has a little blue thing of his penis. Hold on, I'm not gonna get to that yet. Oh. Right, but I was. I didn't know what to expect, and I was a little nervous, especially after all the messages that he'd been leaving me. <laughs> oh, dude, did you open it? <laughs> I did open oh, it. Oh, what was it? And it was a picture of this dude's ass. In a G string, and like, just like his his pants were just below his ass cheeks, just just uncalled for. Nothing like 
He didn't even type anything with the, the picture. Just sent his ass in a G-string. Or like in a really man-thong, whatever okay, you want to call but that. the real question to that. <laughs> did, did you get aroused? No. Not even Are in the slightest. Sure? Not even I was, a little twinge. No, I was so shocked. Oh, man, every guy's got a little gay in him. <laughs> yeah, but I already got my gay out a while back. <laughs> Wait, I, can you tell us about that? Nah, I just another time, another time. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do think like that was so like uncalled for and like unprovoked and like what was that necessary? I just it just felt so inappropriate. And now I know how a woman feels. And granted, look, I, I'm never and dicks are I've never than I've asses. never done that to a woman. Just putting that out there, right? Like sending unsolicited pics of anything, right? Even just no one's soliciting your weenie. <laughs> no one is soliciting your weenie. Okay, whatever. But <laughs> your weenie is definitely unsolicited. But Jacob, but. <laughs> I do think it's it's so wild to be on the other end of that, right? To put the shoes on for the other person. And it was did just, you feel violated? I did feel violated <laughs> in, a, in, a sm- in a very small way. Because I, again, I just opened this picture thinking like, what's he going to send? Like, I don't know. What did like, you really think? Like, what did, I mean, I know you didn't know, but like, what did you really think? I thought it was going to be think? like a selfie of him. Maybe like. Okay, that's fair. I'll give you that. Uh, you know, him taking a, a shot. Right, because he, he was like a party person, right? Um, I don't know, something of that what? nature. Yeah, I did not expect to see ass. I did not okay, expect to see so someone's dump truck. What did you... Damn, walking out here with that ass on Wednesday <laughs> afternoon. Oh, uh, what did you respond? What did you I say? didn't respond. I you like left him on red? I've been leaving oh, it on red. man, you got to give the no, man some courtesy dude. of a rejection. No, dude. I just, Listen, all you got to tell him is, I don't bat that way. And now he's sending me messages in vanish mode. In vanish mode? Do you know what vanish mode is? I've heard of it, but it sounds super like... It's super sus. Because, like... And one thing I think is weird, side note, my tia, my aunt, one of my aunts, she sends me messages in vanish mode. But they're, like... It's not even, like... I remember I posted something about the D-backs. She's like, ah, like, they lost. And I was just like, but why is it in vanish mode? Like, what, what what are you trying to hide? Why do you deal with some sus people, man? I don't know, but he was sending me... And so this is the thing, right? I would see that it was in vanish mode on the messages, so like, What chat. is vanish mode? Essentially, is when you open it, and then if you close it, like, it, and you open it again, it's not there anymore. The message deletes. Wow. Yeah, so it's only meant to be read once, and then it automatically deletes. But it doesn't delete it from being viewed forever because someone could just screenshot it, right? Right. Someone could screenshot it. But if you don't screenshot it, like, there's no way to get that back again. At least not that I know of. Damn, dude. That's crazy. And he's been sending messages in va- uh, Vanish Mode the past week or two. And I just delete the message thread so I don't even open it. Like, I'm not going to even oh, no. open it and see it. You're afraid thing. of more ass pics? I'm afraid of more ass pics. I'm afraid of him uh, texting me different things or... You know, messaging me, asking me how my day is, or okay, blah, have you blah, thought blah. about just blocking this user? Uh, you know what? I'm on the verge of it. If he sends me I one mean, more to thing, to me, it sounds like a very simple right. And I think now it's gone to that point where next time he messages me, I'm just gonna be like, oh, block. Yep, sorry. See you, buddy. Okay, wow, that's crazy, dude. Yeah. Well, this is this should be a rude awakening for you to definitely start toning that ass because gay men want to get up in that. So, <laughs> I'm more of a power top, you know that. <laughs> I don't know that, but that's crazy, dude. That's, wow, that's, uh... Yeah. That's quite a story, dude. I mean, I... I... I, Do you feel flattered that another gay man thought you were attractive? 
at first, at first, you know, when he said like, "Oh, you have nice eyes," and oh, at, at first it sounded like very sweet. Like, Maybe I'll let you take me out to genuine. dinner. Oh, yeah. But but yeah, then you're a little lonely out there, aren't you, Noah? Okay, a little man. bit, you know. It's nah, okay. but it's hey, just we all we all have slump busters, and if your slump buster happens to be a male, <laughs> that's okay. I mean, it's not gonna be a male, right? First of all, let's get that straight. We're not doing that. It'll be the lonely you girl. Don't bat both ways. The, uh, it'll be the lonely girl at the Applebee's bar. The lonely because we know that's your haunt. Mm. That, that is where you go. Mm. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, dude. I don't know. It was just it was jarring. That's for sure. That's the word I'll use well, to describe don't that Don't send unsolicited dick pics, kids. Or ass pics. Yeah, dude, that's crazy to mm-hmm. think, like... But maybe he just thought, I'll catch him off guard with an ass pic, not a dick pic. <laughs> I'll catch him off guard with... <laughs> still, I don't want to be caught off guard, dog. <laughs> Ask me how my day was. Ask if you can send something like that. And now I can be like, no, please don't. Is there a way... Like, what's the consensual way to sex? Like, do you Pick ask... Pick for like, a pic? <laughs> you don't remember being in high school I mean that's I just love that that was you knew dog you knew pick for a pick that's crazy did you do the math homework pick for a pick <laughs> that's crazy one pick dude. for another pick that's equals crazy. two picks that's that's crazy dude I um I've told you my theory before I don't trust anyone that's over the age of like 22 at the snapchat yeah <laughs> me Lauren I was like you guys are fucking sketch what what sketch shit is happening on a snapchat that you need to fucking be on that shit it's just fun to talk to people in that way <sighs> yeah you're you're trouble, Emily dog. and I still communicate on that app you have her number. Sometimes I call up Emily Yoko Ono. And but I'm it's just fu- like, hey, it's more up? fun because I can send videos on Snapchat versus. Shout out to Emily. She's a real homie. I'm, I'm not gonna take a video on my iPhone and then like send it to her. I, um, I've called her. I've called her trauma dumped, cried, and then she's like, "It's okay, bro." Yeah. I feel it in my nuggets. <laughs> you ever see Surf's up? Oh she's yeah, Cody. Yeah, she's Cody. Yeah, she yeah, is Cody. She's definitely. Co- I gotta fucking up- a, she's <laughs> Cody. Oh my god. I gotta god. update my contact icon <laughs> and make it Cody. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's gotta You're happen. Fucking stupid. <laughs> and you always say Emily Emily Yoko Ono. Emily Yoko Ono is fucking. Oh my god. <laughs> Cody, fill my nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. All right what else there, you want to hit? There's I mean, a, I, I, there's a couple other things I want to hit. There's a couple. There's a lot of people I want to hit, but um. Oh, I hope one of them's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I hope one of them's not me. <laughs> so I have some news to share. You already know. All right, we need to get the giggles out. If you're about to share this seriously, all right, all right. I got my giggles out. All right, all I'm right. in a good mood. All right, all right. I'm in a good mood. I'm in a good mood. I'm in a good mood. I've told Jacob, I've told a lot of family members, I've told a lot of friends. But this still might be some news to a lot of y'all. But um, I'll just put it out there to the world. There's no jokes. There's no April Fools yet. Um, but I am a father. I am a father to a little boy. I hate his first name, but <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> his name is Zion Alvarez. Uh, Ralphie is technically his first name, but we won't refer to him as Ralphie. Where did you pull Zion? Admit, that was his middle That's name. His middle name. That was his middle name that was given to him. Right. You said we won't refer to it. Dude, this is so. All right, well, we're talking about something serious here. I'm yes, gonna, we are. A little God bit. Damn it. Ralphie Zion Alvarez. Yeah. That kid is has a crazy name. That, that's a legend name right there. That's like, did I ever tell you about the urban <laughs> legend of Ralphie Zion Alvarez? 
Stop, don't make me laugh. Yeah, he lit a don't revolutionary me. charge. <laughs> he lit a revolutionary charge. Yeah, he fucking... He fought for the Green Party. Yeah, and... fought for the liberation of all Spaniards. I don't know. But <laughs> that's crazy. Ralphie... Z- where did Zion come from? Uh, that's a good question. You'd have to ask he's the baby mama. He's not big and he's not black, so where did Zion come from? <laughs> I have that's no a... idea. Damn, and Ralphie is spelled... I think the interesting part about the spelling is... It's spelled stupidly. Oh, 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 I... It is spelled R A L F I. Yep. Ralphie. It it almost looks like it's a freaking nickname. That's why we're not referring to him as Ralphie. <laughs> but the cool thing is his initials are Riza. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a famous Wu Tang member. Oh my god. And I love the book that he helped write. Oh my god. Yeah. Riza. Yeah, that's a good sign. Oh my god. But yeah, dude. So Ask me some questions that I feel like the listeners would have for me after finding out this news. Oh, God. I don't know where to go from here. Well, is a nickname... What's a nickname for your kid? Uh, so we're going to go either Ra. <laughs> we're going to go Zion. We might call him RZA. RZA. Jesus um, Christ. Don't call him RZA. <laughs> I'm going to call him RZA sometimes. Yeah, I think I think just Ra, RZA, or Zion. Okay. Yeah. And, um... Pick. Little Z? Little Z? Someone came up with Little Z. Little Z? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay. Will you have a baby shower? Will you have something that'll be celebrating this baby so that Lauren and I can go and hold this baby? I think so, but I I do think... With cake. <laughs> with cake. You <laughs> fucking fatty. <laughs> with cake. It's gotta have cake. Um... <laughs> What's a baby shower without a good cake? You know what's funny? Um, you're not the first person to ask this, and I do think, yes, I would like to, but I... I Even if it's only at Frantone's, dog, just... At Frantone's? No, let, I think it's going to probably be in someone's, baby. like, backyard, you know? Oh, okay, I'm just saying. I think... Even if it's at Frantone's. Even if it's at Frantone's. <laughs> get a pizza, <laughs> get hold the beer, have a, get a hold the baby, have a beer, watch the game. It's, dude, it's everything your kid is going to grow up around. And have you. a salad before my pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's it's a good time. Look, 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 look. Um, <laughs> I couldn't give you a, a good answer as, or as far as like timeline or date, but I I would hope that like at least for the first his like first birthday or close to it, maybe sometime in the summer, once he's already past like half a year old, we could do something like that. Again, it depends on the baby mom, the baby's mother, and um, do I need to reach out to she who must not be named and be like, can you please put together something with cake? Yeah, with her family. I, I definitely know I want to do something with my family. And oh, you want to have a separate? Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, my God, Papas. Yeah. Okay. Complicated. Well, huh? okay. So, other questions that the owners, or not the owners, excuse me, the, <laughs> the owner of the white sedan. <laughs> you left your <laughs> lights on. Um, other questions. Okay, when is Ralphie's birthday? November 22nd. November 22nd. Yeah. Wow, that's born an unfortunate day. day. That's an unfortunate day to be born. Why? <laughs> Your baby's going to forever share his birthday with the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Oh shit, that's right. <laughs> Maybe he's the reincarnation of JFK. Oh, for sure. <laughs> what Rizzo if it's for pre- Senate? Rizzo for Rizzo Senate. For Senate. <laughs> Rizzo for mayor. Wu Tang is for the kids. Wu <laughs> <laughs> Tang is for the kids. You fucking crack me up. <laughs> you need to be on Twitter and be like, see, Wu Tang is for the kids. Meet my son, Rizzo. 
Oh my god, dude! I cannot believe this is real. Like, folks, I wish we were kidding. Yeah, I wish oh, we were is, kidding. I so, no, I. If there was anyone who wishes they're kidding, it's for sure me, dude. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. So his birthday is November twenty second. Mm-hmm. All right. Sagittarius. Okay. Wow. Okay. What, what What does that mean? How 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 fucked is your son? <laughs> He's not that fucked. You know, Sagittarius are usually full of love, very fiery, passionate people. He'll probably be a little witty. Like, he'll probably have some mean comebacks, and I'm going to have to learn to deal with that. <laughs> uh, You're not my dad! <laughs> <laughs> my dad doesn't wear jean shorts. I'm like, ah, fuck. You're not bad! You ain't nothing! So... I thought you was bad! <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, um... Yeah, Max is Sagittarius. You met Mac. Mac? Yeah, I think Mac embodies a Sagittarius. J-Mac? No, no, not I J-Mac. Know. Mac, Mac, yeah. Haiti Mac. Our Haitian friend Mac? Our Haitian friend Mac, yes. Dude, he's a friend of the pod, man. His podcast episode was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy, dude. About- I, I just loved how we were like, got an hour in, and you're like, you're from Haiti? <laughs> <laughs> like, man, uh, maybe we should have led with that. Yeah, I want, wanted to hear more about the slum life of Haitia. Yeah. Haiti, but Haiti. you know what? That was a good episode. But anyways, back to your kid. Yes. Um, Dude, well, listen. Whatever you have, okay? Whatever I have? Well, I have a boy. No, I mean, whatever, <laughs> whenever you decide to have something, oh, yes, and me yes. and Lauren can be there to see RZA, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Lauren will refuse to call him RZA. <laughs> Zion, then. <laughs> yeah. Or Little Z. Uh, or uh, Ra. I just... Oh! Okay, another question that the listeners will want to know. Yes. Who is going to be the Nino and Nina? That's a good question. I in consideration to such questions, such things. I have thought about it, and you, you definitely came into the mix. Oh. Um... But I, I don't think that's just like a me. Like I don't do that just alone, right? And one, I gotta ask if the baby's mother would like something like that, even because if she's like, you know, anti-religious from what I remember, she's probably not gonna want to give the baby a godmother or godfather. Oh, that's right. Oh, but get, well, the person has to be baptized, right? Right, right. Oh, but I know, like, so that's how it's traditionally done, right? Where the person actually gets baptized. But I know, like, I'm technically the unofficial godfather to my nephew Ethan how do you because be unofficial because he never got baptized hmm. my cousin asked me to be his godfather and I was like always come but like now the baby's six I don't think you can get baptized anytime soon <laughs> well the baptism's no no age I mean you can, true a grown true. man can be dipped in the water of Christ I you're mean. right you're right right in the beach or something like that but I do think I do think it was weird that um she was like, oh, yeah, and, like, she had her sister be the godmother, and so we were both the godparents, but there was never no baptism, so it doesn't feel, like, official, official, if that makes sense. Ah, that's just Catholic fanaticism right yeah. there. Yeah, but if I were to give an unofficial godfather and godmother, you would for sure be the godfather. Yes. That's an honor. Yes. That's truly an honor. Because if I die, I trust you to take care, and that's, you and somebody else to take care of this baby. That's truly, that's, that's truly an honor i know we're shits and giggles here on the podcast yeah but that's love you man that's truly an honor i i, I cannot wait to meet your son he, he, the circumstances may not be great and things may not be wonderful but dude that, that that'd be really cool and you know what like looking out for you too like i'm gonna keep you in check like if you're gonna be a bad dad i'll be like bro come on yeah well we can't we can't go to frantone's it's your kid's birthday like we gotta we gotta mm-hmm. go to your kid's birthday we can't party it up at frantone's mm-hmm. you know 
Well, we can't. I hope you're like the the type of friend that cuts me off at Chuck E. Cheese when I'm already like too many drinks in. <laughs> you know, making a fool of myself. And dude, that's right. You're in for Chuck E. Cheese. Their pizza is actually really good, dude. <laughs> is it? I uh, yeah. The last time, last a time I had Chuck E. Cheese pizza, which was many <laughs> many right, moons it. ago. Yeah. Dude, it was really fucking good. Yeah. yeah okay. I'm sorry. Shout out Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Well. I mean, that's a pretty big life update, man. Yeah. In short, without going into too much detail for the sake of time, how do you feel? Like, let's do the basic, like, kindergarten chart. Happy face? (laughs) Sad face? (laughs) Uncertain face? Oh, I I definitely more of a scared face. Oh, I didn't even factor that one. Scared face? Yeah, okay. A little... I've... You know, since the last time we've talked and the first few times I've told you, I definitely feel better. It's nice to know that so many people, friends and family are supportive and reassuring me and have said nice things yeah. to help ease the situation and make me not feel alone in it. But it's still scary just because there's so much unknown. And I think part of it is a little, it's not disappointing for the child to be born, but it, I guess, you know, we all kind of grow up romanticizing our own lives. And at least for me in particular, like, I always envision myself, you know, having kids. But, like, after I got married or after I moved in with somebody I really loved and cared about and just was maybe at a quote-unquote different place in my life. And that didn't happen, at least for this child, you know. And so it, it's the the timing feels less than ideal, but... You know, as a lot of people have said, told me, you know, you're on God's timing. This is God's plan, right? So, just got to put my faith in a higher power and do the best I can. Continue to say that because that's really all I can do, right? Do is, the there any, is there any consideration to possibly getting together with the baby mama and renaming this baby? Ooh, um... That'd be interesting. I Cause it, the baby's not a dog. I mean, you could change his name. Right. I do think there was like some. You would have to go to court to do that, though, right? Like, it's I have already, no idea. I'm, just I'm pretty asking. sure it's already on. Like, it's already on the birth certificate. Uh, yeah, I'm like, sure you it's have just a simple change of certificate, though. Maybe I don't look. Know. I don't know because I remember my cousin. I have a cousin named Isaac, but his first name was Edwin, and. For the longest time, my Thea, my his mom, didn't want him to be called Edwin on those first days of school because that was the name of her ex, who she was no longer with, blah, blah, blah. So she wanted him to go by his middle name. And I remember thinking to my mom and telling and asking other people, like, why didn't you just legally change it? But my mom and other people, other adults told me at the time when I was a kid, they're like, oh, well, it's really hard to change your name. So that's that's my impression. I don't know how true that is. But yeah, I, I do, I do know my cousin Isaac never got his name changed. Like he's still Edwin as his first name. Um, so could, it's not, I don't think it's just as simple as like, well, oh, like let's just write it down and well, cross that other one would out. You, would you breach the subject with her? And I could, I could float it to her. I, I don't think that's something like okay. a. I don't think that's like what? a in the next month question. You know, I ask well, her. Well, I mean, I think it's gotta happen before the baby gets older. Yeah. I feel like subconsciously the baby's gonna like. Start picking up on what his name is, and it's gonna gain sentience eventually. <laughs> sure, it's a little, but it's a little baby, dude. I, I don't know. Okay, I, how often do you see the baby? Uh, I've seen him about once a week for the last five, six weeks, I guess you could say. Nice. And what, what do you feel like when you hold the baby? I don't really feel anything, to be honest. And I don't know if that makes me sound cold, but 
I definitely thought that first time I held him, I was going to like feel something special, almost like they make in the movies or TV shows, right? It's like larger than life feeling. This, you know, like oh my gosh, like you know, everything's gonna be different now. It it didn't it didn't click for me at least in my head the way I envisioned it or the way I had seen other people or Hollywood portray it. So <sighs> I think there's still a lot of fear when I hold them. It's a whole human life, you know. Yes, sir. I was like, damn, am I really ready and equipped to become a father? Probably not. And from my understanding, talking to my coworkers who are older and are all parents, you're never really ready. So True. I don't think you're alone in that endeavor of feeling the way you do and kind of like your fear. You yeah. know that. Just take solace in that. I'm sure there's tons of support groups that you can kind of find. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice to actually go look that up. But yeah. Well, myself and all the friends of the pod will always love your baby Ralphie Zion Alvarez mm-hmm. Riza the Riza Zion Zion little Ra, Z little Z however you listeners want to call Noah's baby however uh, I'll address him as you know you have the love and support of all the listeners and we'll, we'll probably maybe we need to start like a GoFundMe for the listeners of the pod to see how much money we can raise for little Riza and, and support of baby stuff because that's always you know really expensive so nice. we'll We'll see how that takes and develops, but before we end the pod, let's end it on a much more happier note. Yes. Let's yes. talk about some home field heat. There are some new drops for twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah. There are some new drops for twenty twenty four. Anything that, uh, Washington or Michigan related? Oh, they did that last week. Oh, okay. Yeah, tons of Michigan. Michigan actually has some pretty cool gear. Yeah. So I'll I'll kind of go I through that for maze, you. man. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the maze, but like, they have really good incorporations of the rose into their freaking shirts. Like, I think that looks freaking great. I love the road. Like, I just, I yeah. love it. I love it. It's, it's this, another one. Love all the roses. Like, that, that's, don't you think it's a good design? Like, the red and the color? Like, yeah. it just pops. It goes well. I mean, that's, it's the reason it's the most popular flower. All right, this one, too. It's just, it's just good. You know, like, they just have tons of just fire-ass fucking shit that, honestly, like, I want to buy some, I gotta buy more Michigan gear, but that's aside from the point. They do have Michigan gear, but the two drops today, the two drops today, one was Wake Forest. Mm. So this was the first one. It's Wait, kind of a hoodie. Deacons? Yeah, the Demon Deacons. This is the crew neck. I think it's cool, but I'm not gonna buy a crew neck. I don't know. It's yeah. not 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 gonna do it for Wake Forest at least. I like this shirt. I think that, this shirt is pretty, pretty cool, that's right? Pretty hard it's shirt, for yeah. the for the listeners. I was gonna say at home, but for the listeners, it's like a. Almost like a mustard yellow, a bright yellow. Yeah. And it says Wake Forest University in small subtext, and then <clears throat> Demon Deeks in big lettering, and mm-hmm. then Winston-Salem, North Carolina on the bottom. But in between Demon and Deeks is a Demon Deacon yeah. snarling as a basketball goes through a hoop. I don't know. It looks and really cool. And North Carolina's in the background, too. The yeah, state the state. Oh, good catch. Good catch. Yeah. And then this this shirt this shirt here, which Ooh, I, I really like this W-F-U, shirt. WFU. That's pretty cool. I've never seen it like that. No, oh, I like this shirt. University, yeah, that's pretty cool. I would rock this shirt. I I told so. I like that color on it. It's like okay. a cream off white. So I'm gonna tell you and I'll tell the listeners at home. If you guys feel inclined to buy me a birthday gift for my birthday on March 21st, I'm requesting a home field shirt, but I cannot pick it. The rule is any home field shirt that you feel represents me. Okay. From any school. That is, if you want to buy t- me. That's tough, because like. 
What if I get you like a Maryland Terp shirt and you just? You're it's like, funny you say that. You're not, you're not a no, fan. it's funny really? you say that because actually, it's it's funny you say that. Uh, truthfully, it is because I. I, show I would prefer to just get you a gift card if I could. Two, you can. They sell gift cards. Yeah, I, would, I think I would just get you. A but gift it's card. funny you talk about Maryland. They had some heat, and yeah. one of their shirts. Oh, let's go Terps! That looks pretty. One hard. of their shirts, I said, told Lauren, "This is me." Hell in a shell, and it's a freaking turtle boxing. Wow, that's a dude. That's a really hard shirt, bro. I know. Wow, wait, go back to the Let's Go Terps one. That's pretty cool. Wow, these are actually really good designs. Yeah, dude. How come? I feel like the LSU ones you showed me have been pretty lame. I thought they were cool. I, don't I mean, know. there I was feel, like one like, or there was like one or two cool. I feel ones. like you were a tough fucking sell. Okay, let's look at these again, again. All well, right, we'll look at the LSU one. There's like a the baseball ones are kind of this purple one's all right. Like celebrating the 2023 national champions. Am I loving baseball. it? No, the cursive on this, yes, but I wouldn't wear a purple sweater. Like if they had it in like an off white, a white, or like a black, cool. You don't like that. The ringer, that that one's cool. Eh, this is probably the coolest one, especially with the stadium. And the you purple. don't like that yellow one to the right of it? No, fighting tigers. Nope. This is that's pretty basic. This the windbreaker zip? or quarter zip? Eh. It's the sticker I gave you. It's just the logo of the sticker that I. Gave it's you. a small logo too. This one I feel like is a lesser cool version of that one because it has I a can't purple outline. Oh. oh, the ringer. Yeah. These are all pretty standard. I mean, come on, look. Who wants to see the state like that? Eh, pretty mid. I feel like it's hard to wear like that color purple when it's I like dominating cool. color. That is cool, right? For the women's national championships, right? Angel Angela Reese or Angel Reese? I lo- I love the design with the the basketball. Like it's it's the tiger. But it's, it's not as cool. The t- like they don't have something like the Terps do. You know what I mean? Well, maybe not. But I don't know, dude. I think they have some. Let's I mean that play. that's Eh no, nah, still kinda weak to me. Hold that tiger. <sighs> still kinda weak. I don't know, man. I, no. I don't think you got that drip. I I just don't think they have my style there. It's very much me. Yes. I, yeah, it's very much me. Oh, but this is my favorite Wake Forest shirt. Uh, I really want this shirt. Like straight up. I love the color of it. Wake four, wow, yeah. I love just I think it's me. Like I feel like Wake it, you know what's funny? Homefield makes shirts for people like me. Nice. That's just like a Wake Forest golf shirt. Ooh. I mean, come on. That, that's lucky. That's cool. LSU didn't have a golf shirt. What's up with Maybe that? Maybe LSU doesn't have a fucking golf team. Uh, still. And then NC State got four four re- refreshes too. Basic you know, sweater, university sweater. You want to look and see if the Sac State have any gear? No, not not yet. But I'm hoping they're dropping 19 new schools this year. Starting tomorrow is Nevada. Mm. So hopefully Sac State makes that list. But I like this. I like the wolf. That's yeah. pretty cool. I won't buy a crew neck, but the the wolf is cool. I like this shirt. I would, I would rock this shirt. Pack the pack. Nice. Reynolds collection. I think I think that's sweet. And then I think I like this too. Who's afraid of the big bad wolf? And it's the fucking wolf. Who's afraid of the big bad? So wolf? on the scale of one to ten, how do you rate these? The drip. Yeah. Uh, NC State and uh, what's other Forest. school? Wake Forest both get nine out of ten. Nines out of ten. All right. Yeah. All right. That that was some serious heat. The LSU stuff though was all below like a. Tomorrow at I want to say 7 a.m. I will mm-hmm. check on Twitter for home field. Tomorrow, so it's 12 p.m. Eastern time, so it's 11:10. Nine at 9 a.m. here, in Nevada drops. 
And then there's going to be a King Spud shirt on Thursday. I'm excited about that. And then Friday, Arizona and UCLA get some new drops. So most of my paycheck does indeed go to Homefield. Homefield, please sponsor us. I love you guys. You guys are the good brand. Please sponsor us. And uh, yeah, so I don't know. I think that think that about does it for this episode. Unless you want to slip in one more thing. Ooh, I'll slip in another thing in you. Jesus. Just kidding. I figured we can make that a kind of a new thing. Well, not a new thing, but like we can just incorporate that into the show. Like if there's a what? new drop for Homefield, mm. we'll rate it on air. That's a you thing, yeah. I like I that. I can do it. I'll do it. I'll include you in it, though. Okay. I like you that. You cool with that? I'm very cool with that. I, yeah. You guys download the Homefield app or check it out on homefield.com. Check out that LSU group. Tell me what you guys think. I think Noah's a little harsh. I, I think there's some cool stuff. There's like two cool clothing. I think there's there. more personally, but hey, to each their own. Alec, I've been telling you, check out homefield.com. Buy your USC gear. That's what I want to check USC out the Washington Huskies gear. I don't want to sound like a bandwagoner, but I mean, some, oh, do they have some Boise State Broncos stuff? I've always do, been yeah, a fan of them. They, they do, they do. I'll show you off air right now. I'm trying to think who are my uh, second and third favorite colleges. But they definitely Texas have, Tech. I was always a fan of Texas they Tech. They do. They have a great Texas Tech shirt. My Ooh. lord, they they yeah. have. You know what? For my birthday, give me a Texas Tech shirt, all right? You want a Texas Tech shirt? Yeah, because LSU ones are kind of, eh. I could do that. I could definitely do that for you. Seriously, Texas Tech has some great shirts. I mean. Oh, yeah, tortilla toss. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, Texas Tech has got some dope-ass shirts that are I like that. Red Raiders. Like, they've got some, they, they've got some great shirts. Wreck them, Texas Tech. All right, cool. I think that'll wrap it up for episode 107, unless you have any final thoughts, prayers. No, sir. Ooh, do you see me rocking that two-lane bomber Dude, jacket, though? That, that's a tough color to rock, but... If there's anyone that could rock it? Yeah. You'd have to, you couldn't rock it with your blue jeans, though. It'd have to be like be a black, black jeans. Black or jeans. beige. Or uh, the khakis. Khakis, yeah. Yeah, khakis. But it khakis. has to be like a darker khaki color, though, because that's such a lighter color already. God, the, the two-lane ones? I could, Dude, like two-lane alone, I just might become a two-lane fan because of how hard these logos go. Greeny? That's crazy. Yeah, dude. Tulane, dude. Homefield taught me you can Tulane just... fucks. Yeah. Tulane. <laughs> Tulane's Tulane that dude like, who gets like a bunch of women every day at their car. Or in their dorm. This fucking guy. Rice has some pretty cool shit, too. I like I like their shirts. The Owl Band. All right, all right, all right. Now we're getting a little off topic. But, again, that'll do it for episode 107. Make sure you guys like, subscribe, follow the podcast, and be sure to like us or follow us on Twitter at the front row seat pod at front row seat pod on Twitter. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Is it? Oh, peace. Peace out. Yeah. <laughs>